The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, their respective managements or employees. Almost there. <laughs> Welcome to Geek Show Podcast. I can't stop drinking espresso martinis. Seriously, I think it's a problem. Also, if you have a killer instinct, you could be the Moss Eisley's next Womp Rat Czar. If Holland is the Netherlands, who are the Dutch? I see good things about the Emperor. The destruction of Alderaan did not happen. The Empire has a lot of redeeming qualities. All this and more on today's Geek Show. Showpodcast.com Featuring Egg. <laughs> I was watching the intro to see if I was in any of the photos. And you I'm like, have no, to I be. I was there. It's I, there. Was I was there. I was around that one. I was around that one. You have to be in one of those pictures, aren't you? I don't know. I don't know. But it uh, went too fast. Uh, Jay Whitaker is on assignment, sitting in for Jay and Lee George Cade today, both on assignment. Egg Fu is joining us. Hello, Egg. Hooray. Oh, that, that's so a big order. That I, I don't know if I can cover for both of them. Ah, you're so good, dude. You're uh, you're both. You're covered for both. <laughs> Got him. And you're, and you get there. <laughs> and you are in time today because I have Transformers questions. But anyway, we'll get yep. to that. And I'm wearing. The- <laughs> oh, representing yeah. the Transformers. He is Shannon gave me Shannon gave me this. Oh, it's nice. nice. I like that. Yeah. Rebecca Frost, everybody. It's Rebecca Frost. Hey, hey. good morning. Hi. Um I also was not aware that animals could be transformers. Yeah. We'll get to that coming up. We're gonna learn some things today. <laughs> <laughs> uh Tony's gonna learn some things today. Quad T, too tall Tony. Oh, it's a wow, weekend. I'm geez. not learning nothing. Hey, you sound like a girl that in my classroom. Anytime you say, hey, get your feet on the floor. She goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know all about Beast Wars. I'm excited to talk about this movie trailer. We'll talk about it. Check me out on Twitter at Quati Tony or on the Gadget Spot podcast. Also, Shannon Barnson, everybody. Mr. B. Hey, hi. Hey, Quick. what's up? Hey, or Sherman. Am I still calling you Sherman, by the way? I'm still Sherman. I'm Sherman until Sherman. January 26th, and then I'm going to cry like a baby. Okay. When I leave that room. Uh, that's right, Carrie Angel Baby Honey. <laughs> what? That kid that calls me Sherman started calling me Sherman. Yeah. There's another kid in the class, and he calls him, uh, it says his name. Let's say his name is Bob. His name isn't Bob. Okay. But he goes, oh, Bob. Angel baby honey. <laughs> I love it. I just sit in that classroom and just go, this is oh. <laughs> I'm in a I'm in a David Lynch movie, man. This is pretty cool. All right. Let's uh let's uh Oh let's not forget our host, oh. Carrie Jackson, Angel Baby oh. Honey. Oh, thank you. Monday through Friday, six to ten, x96.com before now. Angel Did we inter- did you introduce her? For now again. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I just didn't. I was caught so off guard. I didn't have anything like ready to go. <laughs> oh, okay. I know you better, Rebecca. You always have something in the chamber. Oh my god! Always the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. <laughs> really? Wow, you should get wow. out more. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, uh, right. nicer friends. Uh, real quick, before we get to the uh, to the news and what happened this week, uh, reminder of our uh, Saturday <laughs> matinee which is happening this coming Saturday on the 10th at Bruvies in Salt Lake City, the Christmas classic, Gremlins. Dude, I love that movie so much. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Christmas classic. You gather around the TV every year to watch it. Well, instead, join us, a bunch of reprobates, in a darkened theater and watch it with us. Uh, the I've also this... never seen this movie. Ooh, so... This is one of those oh movies God. that scared ready the crap to have out your... of me as a kid <laughs> so when i was a kid the end something happens at the end that scared the living oh and there's a microwave incident too that scared me really really bad well the uh the, the reason that phoebe kate's character doesn't like christmas that story that's the best that, part I, once again 
Rebecca How she didn't get an Oscar yeah. just for that monologue alone. Rebecca, you're going to stare at the three uh, at the at the screen in wonder and yeah. go, "How did this get made back then?" <laughs> well, come, no, like, well then you should you guys should come join us cuz I'm very vocal at movies. So. Yes. Well, and also isn't it just was it one of the first PG-13 movies? I believe that the PG-13 is was the, created as a direct result of it because it was so violent. Right, because it was like I this know, and like, I know Temple of Doom. the first yeah. one was um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yeah, it was Temple right? of Doom and this one that kind of created the PG thirteen rating. I think yeah. so. because it's like you'll watch this and you'll be like, <laughs> if you haven't, Rebecca, you haven't seen it. It's pretty. It's pretty effed up. It's effed See, up. you guys, I, I I didn't do it. Good. Well done. Good for Monetized you. for yeah. uh, Proud of YouTube. you. It, if right. I remember you, right. No, but like I movie. love that I love that movie so much, but also total nightmare fuel. Oh, yeah. For oh. me when it came out. Completely. Andrew in the chat room says that I love that the town square in Gremlins is the Mill Valley Square from Back to the Future. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. that's your universal backlot. It's all there. Nice. Uh, and like, and as a teacher, I always said when I, you know, when I had my own classroom, I was like, I often feel like I'm in charge of um, the uh, movie theater from Gremlin. <laughs> Join right. us. Uh, the doors open at eleven thirty. We start the podcast at twelve. The movie shortly thereafter. Pay what you want. That's how much it costs to get in. Pay what you want. We suggest a hundred dollars a piece. Sure. <laughs> We can always suggest. <laughs> yeah, we do. Brett well, Brett says we need a, a documentary, the history of the PG thirteen, a documentary. Absolutely, that would be cool. Say, the first one to receive a PG thirteen rating, if I remember right, is Red Dawn. Yeah, but the first one to come out was License to Drive. Really? Yeah, License it, to Drive. Wow. Yeah, they showed me that in my in my driver's ed class in high school. That <laughs> is that is that the. Yeah. What is school that what the, district were what, you in? Is that what the Corys and yep, yep. Mickey uh -huh. Dolenz's kid? Uh -huh. Jesus. All right. Oh, remember how there's hot? A, there's an F word in that movie. And right as right as the screen was about to say it, the driver's ed teacher came out and coughed really loud and said, I had some popcorn in my throat. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so embarrassing when teachers try to censor movies. Like, I there was some discourse about the 1960s Romeo and Juliet and like whether uh -huh. or not you watched that movie in junior high. I and, did. Well, and what was the mitigation tactics your teacher looked? Did you get a censored version of the movie or did your teacher like mine just oh. get a big piece of paper yep. and covered you the TV it. when yep. we saw Juliet's boobs? My, my teacher would pull the RCA cable and plug it back in. <laughs> oh. See now that's it. That's interesting to hear because I'm I'm uh, noticeably older than all of you. Uh, I went <laughs> Nebo <laughs> School District. Miss Miss Decker was her name. I didn't know at the time, but she played for the other team. But she showed it to us and didn't bother censoring it at all. Now, this all. is a long time ago. Love this for Carrie, her. <laughs> yes, um, Carrie. That's what uh, happened to me too. Yeah, like I was. You know, I went out and I I went to school in the Savage Lands. You know, out in Magna. Yeah. Cyprus, and they just showed it, and they and basically, the teacher was just like, "There's gonna be some titties in there." <laughs> well, it's, I'm just so surprised when I think back to that because I think I probably read the same article. Rebecca was, uh, you know, I was like, "God, I grew up in Trumplandia," you know, I, and and we just let that happen. Uh, okay. It's just been so interesting to see to read different people's responses to their different experiences with this movie. It's yeah. really fascinating. All right. Well, I saw those titties and I broke my dick on the bottom of the desk. <laughs> Changed his life. All right. Uh, it was the trailer wars this, excuse me, this week. Uh, it's been something else. So on Friday morning, I'm, I'm at work and I notice, oh, we got a We got a new Transformers trailer. And it was for the, for the rise of the beasts, the beast wars. And uh, I thought, you know, I thought to myself, <laughs> well, this is good of the Transformers people. They're going to have a whole weekend where people can talk about the Beast Wars Transformers movie. And I'm oddly looking forward to this shit. I, you of all people. Wow. Yeah. So it's set to be released June 9th, 2023. But I think that, you know, what happened was is, 
even the movie company said, yeah, we're going to have the whole weekend to ourselves. All people will be talking about is Beast Wars, Transformers. Uh, and then well, Disney said, nah. Disney's money sense started tingling. And <laughs> they dropped Indiana Jones 5 and Guardians of the Galaxy. So the Transformers kind of got lost in the shuffle. It was <laughs> uh, Brazil. It was Brazil Comic Con. I learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, let's back up and and talk uh, Rise of the Beast since we have our okay. Transformers expert Eggfu is here. So it's inspired. <laughs> I love that. Tooth. Just goes. Yep. <laughs> that tooth. That's my dad. You should have. You should have heard him. So should have heard him. It's inspired by the '90s Beast Wars cartoon. Oh, loved uh, that show. Stars uh, very An loosely. Very loosely, yeah. yeah. Stars Anthony Ramos and Dominic Fishback with Michelle Yeoh and Pete Davidson taking on voice roles. Uh, Peter Cullen is back as Optimus Prime, of course. Uh, the other stars include uh, Toby uh, Wigiwe, Ron Perlman, Peter Dinklage, Lisa Koshy, John DiMaggio, David Sobelma. I mean, there's just a whole. This movie's got everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Uh, Ron Perlman is Optimus Primal. And that's the name of the gorilla, right? Optimus yeah. Primal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can't get other names. Mm -mm. Okay. Well, he's the I, I, I just, I hope like uh, Optimus Prime is like, the, the F? <laughs> he stole my name. Uh, it hails from Creed II director Stephen Capel Jr., who has uh, touted it as location spanning adventure that takes the story from Brooklyn, New York to Peru. Oh, good. Right. Finally. Uh, but that's June 9th, 2023. Uh, now, I am vaguely aware of the Beast Wars because I saw the toys and the cartoon was on. But I don't know a lot about it other than they're robots that turn into animals. Not <laughs> cars. It, got it in one. In the original, <laughs> in the original it. series, it's set after... Let's set kind of in between. So there's, you know, the original Transformers, they crash into that volcano and they're dormant for thousands of years. Yes. You know, of years. common knowledge. The Beast Scientology. Wars set in yeah. between that. Let him talk. Yeah. And they were like low on energon, so they had to incorporate organic parts yep. to stay alive. Oh, okay. And they took, it took quite a while to build that lore out. If I remember correctly, yeah. like you didn't know anything about that uh, for like the first two seasons. It was just like, here's... Uh, half organic transformers in uh dinosaur times, like that was so, or not dinosaur times. So wait, like egg they like Paleolithic or whatever. So like Optimus Primal killed a gorilla and started taking his stuff. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. I don't sound... think he killed it. I think he just took its like saw it and I... was like, you know how you know how uh, uh, what's this bumblebee can scan different cars and turn into a bug or a oh, or a Camaro okay. or whatever. I think it's, it was like that. It's not like I'm not buying it. I'm I'm sticking with the the cannibalized. It's, it's not like <laughs> is anybody is anybody using this gorilla carcass because I could use it. It's not like that. Okay, okay. but like they're me. from the future and they travel uh -huh. back in time to that spot in between where the transformers exactly. were crashed and right. yeah. And just started ripping pieces off of animals and sticking them on them. All right. Uh, anyway, you're going to get that one and uh, let us know what you think of that uh, in our, it, on our Facebook. I or was wherever. like, I watched that and I'm like, I can't believe I kind of want to see a Transformers movie. I uh, I actually do respect the hell out of Anthony Ramos, and he's going to have a heck of a, ne a year next year because he's got this and Ironheart coming out. Oh, that's right. Whoa. That's right. He's in Ironheart. Okay. So then Indiana Jones 5 gets dropped and everybody forgot about the Transformers. <laughs> yep. Now, if you've watched this trailer, it's it it actually got me excited. I yeah, this it looks yeah. kind of cool. I, I, bet, I know we've I been making we've been making jokes about old Harrison Ford and everything, but this got um, me excited. I I really like working with people that don't really watch you, like don't know like geeky stuff that's coming out mm -hmm. and whatever and i go uh the other day i go hey guys did you know they're making another uh indiana jones movie and they go yuck <laughs> you really? they're like you can really also, and i go yeah you they're can... like really and i'm like really i'm like he rides a horse 
You can also head to the Geek Show YouTube page where Lee and Tony and I have done a trailer react for Indiana Jones 5. Oh, yeah. There you go. So it's called The Dial of Destiny. The Rotary Phone of Destiny. That's what I like. Like, who was it in our Jarvis thing? This is? What is it? A, a phone? I could call anybody? Yes. <laughs> what do you mean? Or, I can or, use this uh, to call anyone? The, or the Rotary of Destiny was um, uh, the handle to the, yeah. the, the doorknob, doorknob that to leads the, out to the outside world from the uh, from retirement the, the home, home that he lives at. <laughs> Boy, I, I assume guys, it's related to the Antikythera device. I, I just got to tell you, if there was an award for the best uh, group chat, we'd win it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we should we should find a way to monetize that. Um, but we got two excellent things in this in this trailer. I mean, a lot of excellent things. But for me, uh, indie punching Nazis because it's as timely as today's headlines. And so woke. you got a good look <laughs> at this de aging technology that we we talked about in previous episodes, where they said we think we've cracked the code on the de aging technology, and you can see it on display there in the uh, trailer. I'm still. I, th- I uh, thought that was from Last Crusade. Oh well, I, I just here's the thing though: is Disney in particular puts a lot of money into their trailers, mm-hmm. and so I'm, you know, sure it looks fantastic in the trailer. Uh, I'll be curious to see what it looks like in the movie. Yeah, but also it's it's kind of like the the new Transformers movie. It's not the old idiots making it anymore that's the only thing that's got me excited for this movie is it's james mangold directing and uh the spider-verse guys writing i can't remember there but did you notice it uh yeah chris lord chris miller and phil lord yeah lord chris miller yeah uh did you notice though the way that the camera is working in the trailer it looks like james mangold is trying to make it look like a spielberg directed thing i absolutely yeah. caught that it's fine yeah yeah which is fine with me but yeah, I, i'm I fine thought... with the stylistic choices like that i just want the movie to be like the bones Wa- of it to be good yeah i just <laughs> want it to be watchable though know? yeah well of course bad geeks are all abound and they started attacking this one because uh did they attack it as woke because yes they did doesn't like what? nazis now that was one of the complaints, but the one that I wow. found was, uh, and James Mangold answered this one, and that's why I wanted to bring this one up because he does—he's not like James Gunn. James Gunn will come at you, one after the other. Mangold is not <laughs> really on social media that much, so this is uh, this is one a hole said. Uh, well, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny looks amazing, James Mangold, but if Indy dies, you know, with Phoebe Waller Bridge taking over, you won't hear the end of it, sir. I hope. Uh, it's wrong. Just have Indian Marion retire. Blah blah blah. So James Mangold not only said this guy, you're wrong, <laughs> but he let him have it. He said it's not true. One more time. No one is taking over or replacing Indy or donning his hat. Nor is he being erased. Uh, he, you know, that is not in in my script. But trolls will troll. That's how they get their clicks. Here mm-hmm. we go. And please don't exhaust me pointing out how once in a while a troll is right. Even a blind squirrel finds a nut now and then. All, ah! <laughs> all one has to do is look at set photos and interviews and you get enough info to make wild guesses about a movie plot. The difference between trolling a-holes and everyone else is they're trying to make money off of your feelings about other films and culture war politics. They push controversial guesses as coming from sources to gin up clicks. Let it go. And that then is he the dropped truth. a giant mic. Giant microphone dropped right there because that is all absolutely true. That, that is, I've never heard it said better. See, People on the internet, folks, I'm going to tell you, this is the old man talking, all right? Folks on the, <laughs> folks on the internet. Clear your throat, Carrie. Clear your throat. Folks on the internet say things that they know are lies, things that they know are outrageous, to get your attention. Yeah. What? Because the more rage clicks they get, it's monetized. Oh. People are saying, and I am hearing, Yes. Carrie. You know, an entire news network has based its philosophy on all of this, all right? It's no different with the geek websites. More than one More news than network. One. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, then we got the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 trailer. Oh, my God. Which guys. was just beautiful. Guys. 
Uh, it, it is the final adventure in this iteration of the team. Also a uh, final Marvel bow for James Gunn, of course, who's gone to yeah. DC. Uh, and um, it just it just looked great. We got a few... I mean, we've always known, James Gunn has said, this will be the Rocket or origin story. But it looks like he's going to Rocket's planet. Now, I need some, mm -hmm. I need some of the old wisdom here about... Look at Rocket's planet because I saw Lila, his otter girlfriend, is in there. Yeah, so it's very different uh, from the comic book version. Um, I remember the first time I ever saw Rocket Raccoon was in an issue of the Hulk. That's where he was first introduced. And um, basically, he... I, I I don't remember if it was the high evolutionary who is going to be in this. He movie. is, yeah, yeah, it is. You, you see him, um, you see him there in one of the shots. The high evolutionary. Yeah, but I don't know. I can't remember in the comics uh, if that was the case or not. But um, yeah, it was like a whole group of basically rocket raccoons. But like one of them was his girlfriend, the otter. There was a walrus and and some other stuff. But they um. They all lived like kind of on a satellite. Mm. So it looks like um, they're taking that and moving it to a, a planet of some kind. A planet, oh, right? Interesting. And um, I don't know. I, you guys, I'm so excited because when I was a kid, that issue of the Hulk that I bought in Ely, Nevada at the, at the uh, five and dime, Carrie. <laughs> yes. You know? Uh, and it was like, and remember how in Marvel Comics it always used to say, Enter Rocket Raccoon <laughs> on, on the cover, yeah. like when they introduced a new character. And then there was a Rocket Raccoon comic for a bit. And I really, really liked it. It was kind of, and it was kind of dark. Yeah, yeah. The Rocket Raccoon comic, right? Um, but it kind of looks like they're going there. But It, it looks like they're going to use the High Evolutionary to explain not only Rocket's origin, but this whole planet, for lack of a better term, of, yeah, of these animal-human hybrid well, no, people. It's, it's obviously because, remember, they, it, it, from the trailer, they show up in a neighborhood full of, like, you know, yeah, there's, animal people. There's a rabbit person. There's a goat person. There's, you know. Yeah. The longer you look at those creatures, too, like, the weirder they get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not, some of them but, are not cute. <laughs> Oh, Robert Neal says, wasn't the planet called Half World? I think you're right. It was. Sounds yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. So uh, there we go. Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Volume 3. And of course. Oh, but I'm worried, like Carrie, just like you. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm worried. I'm telling you think, right. I don't I'm, think they're going to kill anybody. I'm telling James Gunn right now you lay one hand on Rocket Raccoon. If you hurt him at all. I'm coming to your house <laughs> and I'm going to go through your record collection is what I'll do. Um, um, can I ask you guys hmm? your opinion though, of something that's been kind of bugging me since the holiday special. How do you feel about swole Groot? I love him. I think he's cute. It's, it's an interesting uh, direction. They went with that. Yeah. I love, okay. I love short stout, short stout Groot. He's not short though. Well, He's I like love seven feet tall. I love Himbo Groot. Thick Groot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> YA Groot. Um, but like, I I hope that they explain it off is as he was a, 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 you know, growing up. He, he was. I hope it shows that he worked out with Thor. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. Well, That's Thor, a good answer. Like, was getting unfat, right? I, I hope no, that they show it as he he broke into the supply closet and ate all the miracle grow all at once no two <laughs> trees grow alike so he he i just he can grow different well, than the first time there you go yeah well, well james gunn came out and said this isn't the same group no it's it's his it's his Makes son sense. or his grandson like it, or something like that like his prodigy yeah right? because yeah he says groot died in the first one this is a different groot this is and he's also, and he's also like He's a fucking fake tree. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, calm down. The other trailer that we got this week, um, and now I've been, you know, speaking of Chris Pratt, I've been kind of, you know, whatever about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Why have you been talking to Chris Pratt? 
I know, right? I shouldn't. I don't even care about this at all. You know, the phone rings and it says Chris Pratt and I should hang up. No, not that Super Mario movie, oh. Tony. Oh, oh. sorry. <laughs> Tony's a one. funny boy. That's good one? one, Tony. Tony's such a funny boy. <laughs> this this Super Koopa. Mario movie. <laughs> Look at the Koopa. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> not not this one. Not, not that one. one. No, no. Oh, not with the tiny-headed Goomba and Dennis Hopper as King Koopa. Dennis Hopper. Yeah, what was, that's a good one. What was that's Dennis Hopper one. thinking anyway? He was uh, thinking paycheck. this paycheck looks nice. Yeah, probably. He's like, this will buy drugs. But we got a longer look at this new Super <laughs> Mario Brothers movie where they they show a lot of the world. And I'll be honest with you. I think this thing's going to make a ton of dough. I do. Agree. It's going to be fun. I'm I on think board. It looks great. I'm on board for every aspect of it except yep. Chris Pratt. <laughs> I can overlook that. I'm, well, I'm on and, board 100%. But when you weigh Chris Pratt versus the other people in the cast, the voice cast, it, it, you won't even be thinking about it. Here, my question, Carrie, will it be released in China? It will actually. Yep, there you go. It's fine. It's it's just it's fine. going to be just fine. Uh, <laughs> April seventh, twenty twenty three. Uh, but we've got uh, Charlie Day as Luigi. We've got mm-hmm. Anna Taylor Joy as Peach. Jack Black as Bowser, of course. Keegan Michael Key as Toad. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Fred <laughs> Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong. Uh, you've got Sebastian Maniscalco as Spike. You've got oh, and the original voice of Mario from the video games is also going to show up. His name is oh, for five nice. seconds. His name is, not as Mario. His name is Charles Martinet. It Charles doesn't say Martinet. Yeah, but uh, I mean, there's you know, there's Mario Kart in there. There's the the flying raccoon it's, costume that he wore for a while. There, I think I mean, this Tanuki. is uh, this is Tanuki also going Mario. to be a bit of a musical based on the cast. Oh, yeah, they all they but, all can sing, yeah. You think so? Mm-hmm. Also, why mm. didn't they just have the real guy do the voice of Mario? Because that's not going to bring in con- money. Do no, we have to have this conversation is- again, Shannon? No, but it's <laughs> yeah. bullcrap. It's like it's total bullcrap. No, he this could thing not carry a movie. He you could, don't think? This, no. If you ever played a recent Mario game, he has about six lines in the entire game and then a whole bunch of, yeah, just oh, just like it's that. It's me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But that trailer and all those other trailers were not the most important trailer this week. Oh yeah. Because, ladies and gentlemen, yes, Cocaine Bear, <laughs> which we also did a trailer react for that you can find on YouTube oh, on Geek good. Show's YouTube page. Cocaine and Bear. I explain this to the people at work, and they're like what (laughs) yes based on a true story (laughs) (laughs) uh it is directed by elizabeth banks focuses on a bear that ingests a monumental amount of cocaine following a drug huh carry 78 pounds of cocaine following a drug runner's plane crash leading an array of authorities criminals teens and tourists making their way into the forest of georgia where the fired up animal is out for blood Wow. Just in the trailer itself, I think it's three times you hear characters say, oh, that bear, he's effed. <laughs> he's effed. <laughs> this movie um, also also executive produced by um, Chris Miller and Phil Lord. So oh, you know it'll be good. Well, here's what, she, here's what Elizabeth Banks had to say, because they're like, Elizabeth Banks? Really? Directing? Have you guys not seen any of her other movies that she's no, done? I've, I've seen a, a couple, but here's what she said. She said uh, that movies like Jaws and Stand By Me have inspired her. She says, I love horror, I love gore, I love horror comedy, and I love Sam Raimi. I love John Carpenter. Uh, This takes place in 1985, so I felt like this was a real opportunity to create an homage to some of those kind of films, but do something unique (laughs) tonally because it is also a character piece. Got a woman after my own heart. (laughs) It looks just bonkers. I'm excited. Absolutely. I'm so excited for this one. And that's in, uh, I believe, February? February 24th. Yeah. 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 February 24th for that. So You can go watch that after your Valentine's Day movie. It was some sort of rom-com. You can clean your palate with this. <laughs> Tony, that's really funny. Rom-coms don't go to the movies anymore. Oh, well. I was going to say. If screw you, find... you rom-coms then. <laughs> if you find the right lady, this could be your Valentine's Day movie. That's Ooh, true. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we got some other news, and uh, I'll talk about this later in the show, but uh, uh, the, the Adams Family offshoot uh, 
series Wednesday on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It had a massive debut week. As a matter of fact, it broke records. Had the big opening week on the streamer, biggest ever for an English language series. The Adams Family offshoot uh, racked up 341.2 million hours of viewing worldwide. It tops the 335 million hours of Stranger Things for the week of May 30th through June 5th for English language series streamer. Sorry, I just don't believe anything Netflix has to say about their streaming numbers. You know, uh, you uh, might have a point. Well, this is a this is a different <laughs> company. Knows? This isn't Netflix. This is a oh, different company. Oh, it's not Netflix. Is, no. oh, okay. Other yeah, other companies have figured out how to measure it. So that's better. Okay, but, right? Because uh, is that Arthur Nielsen's doing it now? Yeah, too? it's Nielsen and uh, and a couple of other companies. <laughs> the Nielsen's, like the family across the, the Nielsen state. family. <laughs> oh yeah, they're just right hey, down guys, there. Hey guys, let's see how the things are doing. But it did extremely well. Of course, Squid Game still holds the all-time, you know, record. But it's it's not English speaking, so that's how we, that's how we parse uh, the numbers, differentiate. But uh, but I quite enjoyed. Spidey it. Nielsen was out down there giving his uh, ideas. <laughs> his two cents. Spidey Nielsen. <laughs> All right, and uh, this uh, movie, Strange World, from Disney. That's poor movie. Yeah. Everyone is trying to figure out what the hell happened. Disney didn't well, market it at all. I was going to say that. Yeah, right. I don't remember yeah. any marketing for this. There was. I, I I know it was around. I didn't know when it was coming out. Here's mm-hmm. here's what I've learned is that because I didn't see any of the marketing for it either. We weren't targeted for it. Apparently, mm-hmm. where they 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 went really focused on their targeting, and none of us are the huh. target audience for that because they spent a ton of dough elsewhere because there were people who were complaining my god that's all i ever see but i still what? don't know what it's about that's my contention so i think that none of their trailers yeah. did it any favors i no. saw i saw commercials for it and i'm like i don't understand what this is the yeah. only What's marketing i've seen for this movie are the terrible jake gyllenhaal interviews that he's been doing there's one <laughs> where he sets up and he's like i would say the world we live in right now is a pretty strange world and then oh my silence God. nobody laughs not even a oh, mini laugh it's womp, the most womp. brutal thing i've ever seen in the world <laughs> so jake like, gyllenhaal this was the final straw for Chapek. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Was... <laughs> and if that's what it took to get Chapek out of there, uh, yeah. I well, feel sorry for the creators of the movie, but it was worth it. It's certainly a mess that Bob Iger has to clean up. That's for sure. Yeah, oh, but yeah, um, yeah I, there's a whole big article in the Hollywood Reporter about you know what what happened here, and and every, everybody's weighing in on what happened. But what we do know is that it failed to gross twelve million over three days on its opening weekend. Oh wow. my god. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. That's not even A24 money. It's not. <laughs> um, but Hi. now now to be fair, Dis- <laughs> thank you. Disney isn't Disney isn't always sure what it has with these films because they they underestimated Frozen, as you recall. They also mm-hmm. underestimated Encanto a lot, mm-hmm. which turned into a huge hit. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, listen, I'm not afraid to say it. I think Disney is afraid of promoting diversity in their cartoons. You mm. might be right. You know? Could be. Uh, well, here's uh, Now, when I first read this story, I thought, uh, yeah, okay, so your dad's the director. But then I found out that the kid actually has a resume. Ang Lee uh, is going to be directing a Bruce Lee biopic. We already have one that's perfect called Dragon, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> he's at he's tapped his son mason lee to play bruce lee and so i thought oh great your dad's the director whatever but then i i got looking into mason lee and he he's he's done some acting so does he uh, have some martial arts bona fides i certainly hope so yeah <laughs> uh dan futterman penning the script for bruce lee um ang lee <laughs> will direct and it's his kid in the movie and i just bring it up because uh yeah bruce lee why not? Futterman. I like that last name. That's I think it's weird that name. only people with the last name of Lee can play Bruce Lee yeah. in a biopic. Hmm. Even it's if they're an unwritten rule. What egg? Nepotism babies. Even if they're not related. Even if they're not related. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter as long as their last name's Lee. 
It's Jim Henson's nepotism babies. All right. <laughs> uh, Mandalorian season three. We're going to get it starting in March. Mom. So I'm surprised we didn't get a trailer for that. I am surprised too, honestly. That's true, yeah. I thought we would, but uh, I, I think back. they know they know they don't need one. Could be. They already won this week. Maybe they'll release it next week. Could be. Maybe they didn't want to flood the flood the whole uh, court. I don't want to watch uh, it. It's not Andor. <laughs> <laughs> I jo- I kind of join you in that actually. Fair point. Uh, I do have an Andor, Andor story. Ruined all other Star Wars for me. Anything an- that involves like Jedi and the Force, I'm like, ah, get it out of here. I've got an Andor story for you next, so hang on. Um, it was funny to me the reaction to uh, the the photo that they released, which which is close to this one, was oh hey wait a minute, in season two of Mandalorian, uh, Baby Yoda goes away with and doesn't come back. Well, oh these people God. these people didn't watch a book of Boba Fett clearly. Right, uh, this so is my and, villain origin story. <laughs> go and watch <laughs> Book of Boba Fett, and you'll find out why. Grogu is there, all right? Because Luke is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Luke literally doesn't even know what he's doing. He really doesn't. Luke no. sucks. Luke's, your a hood back. Wa- Luke's a whiny bitch, I'll say it. Uh, put I, your hood back on and say that like the Emperor. Please. Luke's a whiny bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I got, that, honestly, I two characters I kind of just can't stand in Star Wars. Well, one I really can't stand is C-3PO. I hate him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's the worst. And sorry, Carrie. No, he's the worst. <laughs> and Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker is just a bitch. All right. Well, here's the Andor story. Now, this is only slightly spoilery, and I'm going to keep it as vague as possible. All right. So, according to uh, Dennis Gao, who plays Deidre Miro on Andor, you know, she's the the, the ISB, you know, evil. Uh, imperial space questioner Karen. person space karen yeah thank you hey, yeah perfect um <laughs> andor was ready to be the first star wars project that says the f word oh i read this too oh she said that it was uh it was recorded the actress Ooh. said it oh, oh give me it, it. Was, it was in the script and yeah. i've been told i haven't gone back and checked but i've been told that if you go back and watch when she says instead of F the empire, it's fight the empire is the line. I'm told that if you go back and watch that, it's pretty clear she's saying the F word. Give me it, give me it. I got the wrong picture, it looks like. So here's- Well, you can't post the other, you can't post the other picture because it's spoilery. It's spoilery. Well, see this one, this one, uh, he says shit right here in this scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So so this is what the actress said. My first day was Ferrex. Uh, I was given my two death troopers, one of whom had been trained to run like a death trooper and not like a musical theater star. And I, I couldn't help myself. I just started to do the humming the Imperial March and then everyone started doing it. Uh, but she said the, uh, the actress's voice was over all of us, you know, hearing the Fiona dialogue Shaw. that we're talking about. Fiona or Shaw. whatever. Yeah. Ah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but she, but uh, she recalls the, the, the speech says, except at the end, she didn't say fight the empire. She said, F the empire, which we were all really excited about, but we weren't allowed to keep it, obviously. They really wanted to try, but at the last minute, I guess, Disney went, oh, we can't do that. We can do lots of stuff, but we can't do that. Uh, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Andor, Andor already has sex in it. Andor already has... Um, uh, uh, everything else that's really good. Um, <laughs> I love. I've lost I'm the with, plot. <laughs> no, Rebecca, I'm with you. Yep. I'm so God. with you. This this show, and I, I, my wife had read enough good reviews from non geeky sources that she said, "All right, I'll sit down and watch it with you." And uh, she's going to uh, record a uh, a pedestrian's reaction to Andor with me. Oh my gosh, some, I love this. Sometime oh, this week. So uh, do it. We'll, well, it's what I posted on. Uh, facebook too yeah. it's it's star wars for grown-ups yeah so i'm i'm and she has not told me what she thought of it she she sat through all 10 episodes she hasn't said a word to me so we're gonna see what happens 
I, I could that. just she doesn't want to give anything away, so she just stares blankly at the screen while she watches it. Well, I did have turns to, it off. And yeah, walks is she away. like is she pretty non-reactive <laughs> when you're watching? She things? she reacted once, and it was like six or eight episodes in. She goes, "There aren't many Asians here," and I said, "You weren't paying a, <laughs> you weren't paying attention. You, was... <laughs> you weren't paying attention to the early episodes, clearly." <laughs> Uh, but, uh, anyway. <laughs> okay. okay, but that's her. She, she says that about everything, though. So anyway, um, and finally, this story, and I, I got this one. I'm glad Shannon came back for this because uh, this is uh, this is this is Peter David, uh, who who is uh, just responsible for so much of the stuff that we know and love. He's the guy who created Smart Hulk, after all. Yeah, and that, so and, that, and that's what kind of breaks my heart about this story. Yeah. Uh, a GoFundMe because the the Hulk that we know, yeah, right now is he created that? Yeah, he's the guy. He his run on the Hulk was just amazing. Uh, GoFundMe fundraiser has been started on behalf of Peter David. Uh, started November twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. The create uh, description for the fundraiser, which has been approved by Peter David's wife, says uh, uh, he's had some compounded health problems and the bills are piling up. Well, on top so, of. Um, I read a, I, I read an article about it. And so what happened is last week he tried to get up out of bed and tried to stand up and his legs didn't work. Yeah. He basically <sighs> fell out of bed and he'd had a giant stroke. And then he had a series of mini strokes. And I guess by the time he got to the hospital, he was actually like gray in color. Well, he had he also had he also had kidney failure, failure, mild mm-hmm. heart attack, and uh, and all of that. So uh, and and I just gotta say, this is like kind of really personal to me because he made me fall in love with the Hulk. Like I always loved the Hulk, but you guys know I've got thousands of Hulk stuff yeah. over here at the house, and it's his fault. And um, I also. Uh, did a fan X uh, spotlight interview with him mm-hmm. and right. it's just such a nice guy. And, well, and Carrie, he wrote some of the, my most, and actually probably the only star Trek novels I ever read his uh, new friend, his, his, his new frontier series where he created a whole crew and ship and, and whole mythology on his own. Yeah. Uh, he did well, like and, 10 books, I think, and they were just yeah. terrific. And there's that one novel that he brings back. What was the giant cigar? The death cigar from the original series. Oh, the planet eater, the uh, planet destroyer. Yeah. yeah. Remember? Mm-hmm. And, and it like he tied it in with Guinan. Yeah. And it had the next generation people in it. It was it, um, it was a great run of books. If you can find them, read them. New yeah. New Frontier, Captain Calhoun on uh, the Excalibur, which was a uh, Enterprise C-class uh, ship. And uh, I did go in and I, of course I donated because, yeah, Jesus. But um, it's doing pretty good. But this also just ties into this whole thing where why is somebody who created something that is helping make this multinational company billions of dollars, mm-hmm. Why do they have to do a GoFundMe? Yeah, for yeah. medical bills. Mm-hmm. Gotta have, it makes uh, me sick. Yeah, you've got to have uh, a better contract lawyer, I guess. Mike, uh, yeah, his <laughs> run on the Hulk began in '87 uh, with Hulk 331. He was on that for 11 years, won Eisner mm-hmm. awards. Uh, he also uh, co-created the character of uh, Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099. Yes, oh, uh-huh. right. with That's Rick right. Leonardi. And, kick- and he did a great run on uh, Supergirl. He did. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also helped kick off the Marvel 2099 universe. Uh, he worked mm-hmm. on a lot of those titles. He worked on Young Justice. Uh, his run on Aquaman. Oh, yeah, he created yeah. Young Justice. I, I read part of his run on Aquaman as well. He's uh, written oh, a bunch of the episodes of Young Justice as yeah. well. X-Factor he's, he worked on. He's just... He's prolific Oh, X-Factor. So his much. version of X-Factor, Carrie. Oh, yeah. Had that great... Um, Remember there was that one uh, issue where it was just like they were being interviewed for a TV show or something? That was a great one, yes. And he summed up the character of Quicksilver better than anybody. Mm -hmm. Remember, he's like, 
Quicksilver is like, imagine your whole life. You feel like you're standing in line at the ATM. Oh, I wow. remember this quote. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but anyway, it's a it's a GoFundMe. If you just go to GoFundMe and look up uh, Peter David, you will find it and donate. All right. Uh, before we get to what you consumed this week, another reminder, Gremlins on the 10th, Saturday matinee geek show, doors at 1130. Uh, we'll start recording the podcast at noon, and then we'll start the movie after we get done recording the podcast. Pay what you want. Salt Lake City Brewies. All right. What, what what did you what did you consume this week? Who wants to start? I'll go. Okay. Um so I I, I was on assignment last week, so uh it turned out that the stuff that uh, most of you guys consumed last week, I consumed this week. Oh, you're catching up. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. So uh Wednesday, we watched all of Wednesday in two days. Fantastic. Just really, That's, really enjoyed that. I got it. I'll just hop in. All I've been watching. It's it's just it's, it's my really only good. new thing, and yeah. uh, it's fantastic. And it's one of those examples of somebody reigning in a really great, like, creative person. Yeah, Tim Burton. Like sure. Tim Burton needed somebody to kind of pull him in, and it's fantastic. I like it way, way, way more than I thought I would. Um, let's see. Uh, we watched Spirited. Oh, I love Spirited. Uh, I actually thought, I don't, uh, Carrie, I'm like you. I don't like the uh, musical, really anything. What is I it? liked this, though. I thought it was good. It's... And I think I've learned that I dislike less modern musicals than oh, interesting. old musicals. Because this, but... ex- this is an extremely modern musical. Yeah. And I didn't realize it was a musical. Yeah, it's oh, a musical. It's, it's, what I thought is it, it? I thought it was really funny. It's, uh... I thought uh, it, the story was compelling. Um, I just really enjoyed it. It's Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, and they are ghosts of Christmas present. Well, I I talked about it. I think I talked about it last week. Um, It's the description doesn't even say it's based on a Christmas Carol. It says it's based on a Charles Dickens classic, and it takes the elements of a Christmas Carol and modernizes them. And so it's. So it's worth watching because I've oh, been kind of I would say 100%. If you like musical, yeah. if you like musicals, I when I started no. to watch it, I was like, oh, I don't know that I want to watch this. I'll stick around for Ryan Reynolds, and then Ryan Reynolds shows up and absolutely steals the movie. Mm-hmm. I would say even if you don't like musicals, watch it. I I liked it that much. Um, so uh, also in the last two weeks, Rick and Morty started up again. Yes. Still I'm firing behind. on all what? cylinders. Oh, so good. Yeah. Rick and Morty's it's, back. It's the, the first, their first episode back from the break. <laughs> Phenomenal stuff. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, oh, I, well, I know what I'm watching later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just can't say enough good things about this season of Rick and Morty. It's, it's well, and it's really I, I love that they've kind of stopped uh, pandering to their mm-hmm. the crappy Rick and Morty fans that wanted sauce. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, I watched the Geo uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I liked it. It was fun. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know what. Uh, I remember reading someone was like, uh, people on there like, oh, the big, you know, person they introduced, blah, blah, blah. I guess I m- missed it because I didn't notice. <laughs> like, Wait, what? We'll, we'll talk I later. Don't, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know what the big reveal was that they talked about in this. In, oh, it's in at articles the, about it. I mean, it's at the end with Mantis. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah. We'll talk oh, okay. later. We'll talk later. Okay, yeah. I, I, I get it now then. All right. And then um, Dairy Girls Season 3, phenomenal. So I love good. Dairy Girls. So good. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the last one is if you if you enjoy uh, kind of lighthearted but mysterious horror comedy stuff, uh, check out Surreal Estate on hulu oh That's i've an, heard about this interesting i gave up on it i i oh did you yeah, so I, we're about three episodes in and i think we're, we're we're liking it my wife and i um unless it just keeps doing the same thing over and over again then yeah i i, I think we're going to stick with it but I, I it's got some potential i i'm enjoying it all right uh who's next I'll, I'll go. Okay. I... So not enough of you are watching the peripheral on Amazon. Oh, the peripheral. I gave it up just doesn't look peripheral. interesting to me. I'm sorry. Love it. I love it yeah, so much. I'm, it. I'm with you. I've heard the, uh, the finally is kind of like controversial. People either love it, it yeah, or was, hate it. I was watching the football last night, so I'll watch it today. <laughs> go you. So, yeah. And, uh, no one has even mentioned Willow. Oh yeah. That came out. Huh? <laughs> 
I watched the first episode. I'm like, I hate this lead. I hate her. What's her name? Kit or something. I'm just like. And I just don't. I you guys, I don't care about Willow. I I'm. Uh, they dropped two episodes. I watched the first, and I'm like, yeah, I'll watch the rest later. I know. I'll be- check it out. I know because I'm, I'm like, on. I a- saw that twist coming. And I'm like. I know because I'm on something called Geek Show Podcast, I should be looking into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never saw the movie. I, I can't. Oh, I really Carrie. just can't. I'm sorry. I've also I, never Carrie, seen the movie. Yeah. Oh, Rebecca. I'm also, I, this is who I am. <laughs> Carrie, I, I saw it, you know, and uh, I remember even as a kid, I used to go, well, that was fine. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if that was yeah. my reaction to it. If you like, love it, what, hey, terrific! If you love it, that's great. It, it's just, yeah. you know, I just don't see anything there for me. But anyway, uh, who's next? Yeah. Oh, are you that's done? About it. I've been playing some games. Oh, what games? Back into Monster Hunter. Ah, <laughs> okay. I know. Steam I sale. hear it, you guys. The old Monster Hunter. <laughs> I hear it, man. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca. <laughs> um. So I finally finished the Guardians of the Galaxy PS5 game. Um, and I did it all by myself, you guys. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank nice. you. Good um, for you. Way to push those buttons. I did it. I, yeah, it was a real exercise in like patience. And I, I learned, I kept poking over my husband, like I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now I have moved on to playing Gotham Knights. I've been playing with Tony and Mike and we've been yeah, patrolling yo. the streets of Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing as my terrible nephew, Robin. Uh, Tony, I got Robin a new outfit. You're going to oh, love it. Oh, good. <laughs> it's Robin's even worse. default outfit. No, it it's can't It's even be worse. worse than his default outfit. No. You're going to love it. Nope. Does, does Mike uh, just like fire out cease and desist letters? Mike plays <laughs> yeah, as, as our mom, Barbara. He plays as our mom, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that's, that's content that I would pay for. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um. I also watched Wednesday. I didn't really care for it. Um, but if you guys liked it, great. Um, I, I'm happy for everyone who's enjoying Dude, it. It just wasn't for me. All I know is it's got my favorite song by my favorite band in it. Uh, the uh, the Cramps, the Goo Goo Muck. That's great. Like That band changed my life, like honestly, when I was 16. And I was just like, that's why, that's why I started watching it. And I don't know. I think she's great. And... Uh, Anyway, All right. sorry. And, and um, I started season two of White Lotus, which I have been. I was, oh, I was a little, hesi- I was a little hesitant to start because, like, while I really enjoyed so the good. first season, I was like, I don't know that I can handle another season of this. Absolutely loving the second season. Uh-huh. I think I like it yep. more than the first one. And I kind of do too. I, I I'm really enjoying it. I just hope she dies, though. They're leaning into which her one? character. Uh, the. <laughs> What's, what's Jennifer Coolidge? Jennifer yeah. Coolidge's character story. Oh my gosh. Oh my I god. And so much. This boy, oh. this boy, Albie, I like him so much. The British much. kid? No, the, the, the nice boy, the guy who's nice to Portia and is like trust him. doing <laughs> everything. Like he, he's just such, you don't see characters like this on TV. You don't see men like this in the well, wild. He's just, well, he's very nice. I like him a lot. He's going to go sideways. Cause he realized he's going to realize, or he's beginning to realize already. Nice guys finish last. No, Oh, he's going to, I'm telling Sorry. you right I now. I love him he's, so much. He's going to go <laughs> Sideways, especially with a name like terrible. name like Albie. I know okay. what is with that name. <laughs> um, and I'm, look at the genetics that he's made up from. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Imperioli and Conishu. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm uh, working on my uh, Jennifer uh, Coolidge impression. I'm workshopping. Wow. Right now, so. I don't know. Am I? Am I naive? Love it. Yes. I think she. Carrie, you're pretty much. I think I she said, cursed me. I would say you're 95% there. I think she put a so curse negative. on me. So negative. So oh. negative. Oh. The fortune teller scene. Oh. So negative. Yeah. Are you going to eat that? Oh. I only ate three macaroons. I found the other macaroons. <laughs> I only ate three. I'm sorry I accused Portia, you. Portia, you got to get out of here. Portia, you got to scram. You got to scram, Portia. Stay in your room, Portia. 
<laughs> the way she treats her assistant is just wild. Oh, it's the, terrible. Oh, you guys, the gays are taking us to their island. Oh. <laughs> I really like these gays. <laughs> All right. Oh Anything else, Rebecca? Uh, no, that's it for me. Okay. Uh, so we did we get Shannon? These you've weighed in a lot. I just weighed in because okay. I'm just watching all the same stuff. As you. Uh, I'm watching At Family Feud. I'm watching on uh, I believe it's on AMC is a series called The Toys That Built America. I've been watching that. You've been and I've been yep. learning too much about stuff. I know too much about the Rubik's cube. I know too much about Erector sets. I know <laughs> I know too much about Tetris now. Uh, but it's the a Tetris one gets even crazier. Yeah, it's fascinating like, though. Ooh, I think I want to watch the Tetris one. And yeah, I, I think someone is making a movie about it. And I now but. know more about Cabbage Patch Kids than I ever have, and I'm not sure that's good knowledge or not. Tell me about the Cabbage Patch Kids. I love the Cabbage Patch Kids. Oh, it's a whole thing, Rebecca. You need to watch this episode about <laughs> yeah how this guy ripped this poor woman off, oh, and no. then how. And then how the garbage pail kids came in and said, "Oh yeah, we'll rip you off." And oh, no. it was, and Coleco, and it's a whole thing. It's uh, anyway. You have to watch it. It's on AMC. You could probably watch it on demand. Uh, Wednesday, I have finished it. Uh, I I thought you know I didn't enjoy it. I didn't hate it. It was just a nice little thing that rolled over you. And and Jenna Ortega is great, but Fred Armisen as Fester. I didn't like him. Here's the thing. He, I haven't got there yet. He's there for such a short time, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, exactly. Also, necessary character. The fact that I know Fred Armisen is the character, it, it's taking me out of it. Yep. Mm. I wish yep. they would have cast an unknown. Anyway. Agreed. I'm uh, sorry. I also that. just have to say, Catherine Zeta-Jones' makeup was atrocious. Can anybody agree with me on this? I agree with you on that. Thank you. She always looked like, well, I mean, she's Morticia. She looked like a dead body. Isn't so she's supposed to look like a dead lady? Yeah, but you? like naturally <laughs> like not no. not like her makeup is so visible it's i think it's a bad makeup job it's so up, visible they had to cover up the wrinkles she's getting up there we have to cover up the surgery you mean anyway well, that's a oh, that's yeah. a video for rebecca's conspiracy corner about how Catherine Zeta ah. jones just lied about her age oh yes there you go well get gina oh, yeah, barberry well on that because she agrees with you yeah <laughs> you two could i thought that was well known up. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I took Rebecca's recommendation and I watched uh, a movie that will not leave my brain, Barbarian. Best movie of 2022. Uh, this movie is stuck right here now and it won't go away. And that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling Tony to not watch it. Don't watch okay. this because uh, it will stay in your brain. Um, I mean, go, I avoided. Go to our I've YouTube avoided, channel. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna watch Rebecca's summarization of it. I, I mean, I've avoided two girls, one cup for my entire life so far. So I think Barbarian is going to join that list. <laughs> this is this is one. You know, like I said, Sue doesn't really respond to TV shows too much, but as we're watching it, uh, th this was my favorite reaction that she got was, "No, no, 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 <laughs> no." <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, deep hurting. Anyway, uh, games, uh, Tony, then we'll wrap this up. Oh, yeah, games. Um, I actually have them pulled up here, but there's just not a whole lot to go on. This is after Black Friday. Exactly. These are the games. It feels like they kind of just were like, eh, we, need to, we need to push these out before the end of the year. Um, so there's not a whole lot. This week, uh, there was of note, so it would be the week before this drops, um, Marvel's Midnight Suns came out. That looks kind of interesting. Um, and then uh, Need for Speed Unbound also came out this week, this last week. That one looks good if you like the Need for Speed games. It's developed by Criterion uh, Studios, which does fantastic car racing games. Um, and then uh, the Callisto Protocol came out this week as well, which I, hear, I was very excited for. I hear it's very scary, but people are not recommending it. Yeah, the yeah. problem that Callisto Protocol has right now is it's just not in a good technical state. Uh, they re they released it too early, and it's buggy, especially on Xbox and PC. The PlayStation version, for whatever reason, seems to be running okay, the PlayStation 5 version. But the Xbox version and the PC version, very buggy, um, and they need to patch it up. But 
everything I've read says if it weren't for the bugs, they'd pretty much have another winner on their hands like they did with Dead Space years ago. It's Sean, the same, Sean in the chat room devs. is saying that it's way too hard. He says he's been playing it on easy and he's had his face eaten 97 times. <laughs> well, that's kind of, I mean, Dead Space no was kind of the same Rebecca. way. <laughs> <laughs> too many buttons. <laughs> it's too hard. I have to make my uh, husband do the hard parts. That's it's right. hard. Too hard. That, too that's hard. it for this week. That's My good. beard hurts. <laughs> Mr. B, if you would, please. Oh my god, you guys! Run! The ham weight, the ham ate 78 pounds of cocaine! <laughs> Dancing is forbidden. <laughs> <laughs>